Hey everyone, I'm Lauren. And I'm Lindsay. And <laughs> this <laughs> is Swearing, Swearing Mama. Mama. <laughs> I bet no one finds it funny except no, us. It's just us, but it's okay. I mean, that's all that matters. Just kidding, just kidding. This episode is all about us, and we are all that matters. Especially in this episode. Yep. Because So you know what? I'm going us. with it. I'm not kidding. I'm taking that kidding back. <laughs> so we're just going to talk about ourselves and, like, our parenting philosophies. I know it's kind of weird because we're, like, 22 episodes deep or something, but I feel like all that we've said about ourselves has been, like, brief little nuggets and so hopefully this will like give people a chance to feel like they know us a little better sounds perfect how about you start <laughs> okay. and I can you- just cut in every so often with my little nuggets and then I'll finish it off <laughs> <laughs> okay um so my life I am, of course, as I've mentioned, a stay-at-home mom to Oliver, who is one. Um, And then before I had him, I was an assistant manager at a spa. So, I mean, I didn't make a lot of money. It wasn't a job that, like, I could really go back to. So um, I didn't really have any kind of, like, career in that way, you know. I was always kind of working jobs just that – I allowed me to pursue like all my artistic stuff and what that is is a writer so currently I'm just focusing on my own work in the past I've done some ghost writing for like ebooks and stuff but I didn't really like doing that as much um so I decided that you know when I had the baby I was going to focus on my own novel um that I'm trying to get published so I'm in the stage right now of just looking for a literary agent so if we've got any agent listeners out there email me uh, it's hard it's really hard um but anyway so I'm doing that and also working on another novel um and then outside the of time? That, actually I'm actually working <laughs> on three but I'm trying to focus myself on one while the other one gets published. Because how it happens, like, when you're waiting to hear back from an agent, it can – some of them request up to three months' time to respond. Oh, okay. Which is so long. And they don't – most of them don't send you a rejection letter. They just never answer you. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, it sucks. And they also – it's like – poor etiquette to like just send batches and batches of letters out to different agents like you pretty much just want to shoot for one at a time ish uh that's just kind of like the etiquette in the publishing world so it can be a very long process um and I think that's part of why a lot of people at this day and age either self-publish or go straight to the publisher but um there are a lot of benefits to having an agent, so I'm trying really hard. I'm really hoping to find the right one, but, uh, you know, a lot of people's first novel never gets published, so that's why I continue working on other other books at the same time. Um, makes sense. So do- makes sense. Yeah. Um, I write young adult, in case anyone was wondering. Um, most, of, most of my stuff's young adult. Um, 
So anyway, that's my writing life. And then outside of that, I also have a band. Uh, Our band is called Panda Forces. Um, And we're going to be in Maryland uh, next month, February. So February 22nd and 23rd, we're playing shows. So follow us if you'd like to come see the show. And you can uh, say hi to me afterward if you like. Um, I know we have lots of adoring fans, so if you need, if anyone needs like me to sign their baby's forehead or anything like that, I'll feel free. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I sing in that band and I write um, a lot of the songs um, and play guitar on some of them. So. That's in my Panda Forces life and my writing life. And then outside of that, we do this podcast, obviously. And um, (laughs) I'm actually also working on another podcast that I'm going to roll out soon, hopefully very soon. And it's just one that I'm doing more about, like, how how I run, like, the creative stuff that I do. Um, Like, you know, how I finished a book. and all of the music stuff. And it's also going to focus about how I'm a very, like, sensitive person and how I, like, navigate a lot of situations, like people who are mean on Facebook and all kinds of things. Um, so that's coming. That's coming soon. <gasps> um, but, yeah, so that's that's pretty much – I think I said all my things. I feel like I have a lot of things. <sighs> It's a, it's a lot. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much what I like do with my life. And then outside of that, um, I was trying to think if I had like any like normal hobbies. Like there's lots of stuff I like to do, like yoga and uh, I, I love coffee. You as do. I mentioned you on here, but... <laughs> yes. Um, so that's life. And then. Do you want to go ahead and do your life, and then we'll dive into parenting philosophies? Sure. Okay. So my life is super chaotic. Um, full-time mom and full-time I work for a nonprofit organization. I'm part-time receptionist, part-time IT, um, so I get headaches on both ends um, from clients and then from uh, employees that don't know technology. <laughs> so that's fun. Um, but you know, it's what I picked. I have, I recently just got my degree in cybersecurity. So now Woo-hoo, I just, congrats. Thanks. I finished school and now I don't know what to do with my life. Cause that took up more years than I want to admit. <laughs> um, <laughs> so now I feel like I like have nothing <laughs> to do anymore and I feel like I need to I've already looked at master's programs and I'm like oh yeah no not ready for that mm-hmm. but <laughs> um so yeah um do you like school not really but now that I don't have it it's like I guess you could say I miss it but not really like I just feel like I need to be doing something because <laughs> I did it for so long because I literally would take, like, one class at a time because I was in no hurry to graduate. Um, so now that I'm not in anything, I just feel like 
I don't know. Like every day is the same now. I don't know really what day it is because every day is just the same thing. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> so, Gotta yeah. shake it up. Shake, yeah. shake it up. <laughs> Swear to shake it up. Um, <laughs> We've quoted like three different shake it ups in one process. <laughs> so it's fine. Um, so, uh, yeah, I like to cook and bake. Um, I love my pressure cooker. I do a lot of that right now. And before that, I loved my crock pot. And now I have a pressure cooker, and that's just so much better. Um, and your cookies oh, are so cute. Yeah, I do make cookies. Um, thank you. I don't think they're cute. I think they're terrible. Um, but I hear good things. <laughs> they're like, what are they called? They're like sugar cookies. Yeah, they're sugar cookies with the royal icing on them. So the... Yeah, you guys know those time. videos. Yes, oh, I actually love watching. Yes, I follow one on Facebook, and I literally will watch the same video every time it comes on just to watch it. I'm just <laughs> like, yep, this is relaxing. <laughs> it is. Um, so yeah, that's what I do. Um, currently, I binge watch um, Supernatural, and I say currently, but it's taken me a year because there are so many episodes, and I just don't have time. But I'm still trucking. And then I don't know if anyone watches that show, but it's very much like highs and lows. So when you get to a low, you don't want to continue. <laughs> uh, so then I give up for like a week and then I'm like, um, yeah, I should. Like, I'm the kind of person I have to finish it. So then I go back to it and then it gets good again, but then it gets bad. It's that, that show is such an emotional roller coaster. Um, I have not watched it, but I I do watch a lot of Netflix, just like while I do everything throughout the day around the house. Yeah. It's a podcast on Netflix. Like, just gotta. Yep. Just have to have something on. Um, so yeah, that's what I, that's my go-to right now because there's so many episodes and it's really, you can like not pay attention for like 10 minutes and then start watching again and pick up like right where you are. Like, you'll, you didn't really miss much. Um, they're like demons or something? So Demon hunters? Um, yeah, they're, they're, they're hunters. They don't just hunt demons. Oh. Um, but right now, it's there's, like, God and, like, angels, and God has a sister, and it's just – it's a lot. And it also, like, I hate to admit this, but it has me questioning, like, my religion in a way. Because I'm just like, I don't know if any of this is real or not. But I'm just like, oh, that makes sense. Like, oh, okay. But I'm like, I don't want to research it because I don't want to know. <laughs> so I'm just like, in a minute, okay? All right, thank you. Um so yeah, that's what I do. Um, I also like to make crafts and things like that. Um, but I haven't been doing that recently because I've gotten really lazy and I just want to sit on the couch and watch TV all day. <laughs> Winter problems. Right? I'm just like, ugh. I'm always cold. So then I just need to be under a blanket. And you can't be under a blanket and do things. So yeah, that just leads to me being on the couch. A lot. 
<laughs> yeah, I have realized I have, like, really bad circulation, I think, because I, like, if my feet are cold, which is, like, every day they get ice cold, and then I, like, don't want to move. Yeah, I have a heater in my office at work, and I'm still always cold, but I will have people come into my office and be, like, Oh, like I had someone come in my office yesterday for help on something. And she was like, I need to turn this off. Like, I'm sorry. I have to turn it off. I'll turn it back on when I leave, but I can't be in here with this on. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm like, feel my hands because they're icicles right now. <laughs> right. Yeah. I'm always cold. It's bad. Um, what else? What else about me? I have a son. That's three. His name is Timothy. Didn't we do a whole episode on him? Yeah, well, maybe not like only him, but we did talk about him a lot yeah. on the brain thing. Yep, so that's that's my son. That was a bad explanation of the brain thing. <laughs> but it makes sense. Um, so yeah, that was that's where you can go if you need to hear more about my son. <laughs> um, now he's, he's, he's something. He's something. <laughs> the terrible He's three. threes. He's three. It's worse than the terrible twos, let me tell you. Um, he's in a stage where he doesn't listen. Um, he has favorites every other day. So one day he likes mommy and not daddy. And then one day he likes daddy mm. and not mommy. And he tells you. Um, <laughs> and you're just like, okay, thanks. <laughs> what did I do for you not to like me? Um Yep, that's really me. Okay. Parenting things. So obviously that's like the whole theme of this podcast. So we're not going to like go in depth or else we would have like the longest episode ever. But just kind of like a brief whatever <laughs> summary. Uh, kind of like the ideas, the attitudes, I guess, would you say? That's um, yeah. Okay. So for me, um, I'm very much like in the middle, I guess is what I would say a lot of the time. I feel like in the parenting world, it's like so extreme one way or the other. You either have to be all natural, all, well, I can't even like list. It's like exhausting to me to even think about all the things you can't do for your, you know, you can't vaccinate, you can't, um, you know, get uh, use diapers. You have to use cloth diapers. You can't feed them baby purees. Like, all that. It's, like, that's one extreme. And then the other extreme is just, like, you know, who cares? Whatever, you know. <laughs> Moms who are basically just, like, uh, whatever. It doesn't matter. Don't do it. You know, like, moms who just say, like, do whatever is easy. <laughs> you know? And so I'm, like, all right. I'm in the middle of those two, um, where I feel like I make an effort, but I'm not going to, like, break my back over little things, you know? Yep. Um, you take your battles. Yeah. Um, and I try to do, like, natural things when I can. So, like... We have the amber bead necklace that everybody's been bitching about. I don't put him to sleep in it. You're not supposed to. Um, so he's not going to choke. Anyway, that is that really pissed me off, but that's off topic. 
Anyways, you know, like we have one of those and I do make some of his food from scratch and like when he was doing only purees, I would make a lot of it, but not all of it. You know, sometimes he gets normal baby pouches and then like I sometimes will give him bites of like whatever I'm eating, you know, in the middle and then like... um I do make an effort to, like, do any of the, like, natural remedies that I have before trying other things, like medicine or whatever, mm-hmm. but I'm also not that mom that's not going to give my kid medicine if he needs it. Like, I don't know, just some of the things I read where parents, like, think that giving your kid Tylenol is the worst thing in the world, and I'm like, well, no, I'd rather him not be miserable, but I also don't want to give it to him every single day, so. yeah. You know, that's pretty much my attitude about things is like I try I try to do as naturally as possible when I can, but there are certain things and there are also just certain sacrifices I don't want to make like cloth diapering was not something I was prepared to try and do. Um, and when I look at my life and my schedule right now, I'm like, yeah, there's no way there's no way I could have handled that. Um, I wish for the sake of the planet that we could have but that was not particularly for us you know yeah um so that and then the biggest thing about me in terms of like my parenting beliefs and you know what kind of mom that I am is um about using your intuition it's so mind-blowing to me that I I just see so many moms like on the internet and I I really think the internet might be the reason why, but who just seem void of that altogether. They have no mom intuition. Um, Moms who are asking things like, um, I can't think of a good example, but like just basically, okay, like like a mom who says, like, what's an average meal that you feed your nine-month-old? And I'm like, well, why would you ask a bunch of other parents that every nine-month-old eats differently? Um, because every human eats differently, right? Like, it's not like I'm sitting there like, hey, Lindsay, what do you eat for lunch every day? You know, we like different foods, first of all. Um, secondly, we have different schedules. So, like, if I'm home at my house during the day, I can, like, make noodles on the stove that's not an option for you you know so yeah. when you're at work so like I don't know I just feel like it's a silly it's a silly thing to kind of like seek out advice for and not and it's not just that specifically but just in general I feel like you know I see so many people that just like don't seem to have that mom intuition and I feel like we're all we all have it naturally and so I kind of wonder if the internet is just kind of stifling it because so many people have such strong opinions about everything that it makes you really like guess yourself yeah so so one thing for me is that I've always had like a really strong intuition about most things involving Oliver and so I um I might ask like things I'll ask advice on is like you know um when he was like teething, you know, what's a good teether? Or, you know, things like that. But when it comes to what should I feed my child? Um, should I give him medication or not? Um, where should he sleep? You know, all of like the 
big decisions like that and all of the just like everyday judgments you have to make as a mom too mm-hmm. like those are from my gut and I also believe that the reason that it's okay for me to go off my intuition like that is because like I educate myself on everything you know yeah so there's no use in just following intuition but never learning anything like that doesn't count so again that's why I say that I'm in the middle because like I'm not only intuition based like and I also was not one of those moms that read a bunch of books either like I just research each individual topic a lot you know uh like like once I learned that giving your child peanut butter early on would prevent um or could prevent yeah like then yeah. I was like oh I didn't know that well now I am able now that I know the facts I'm able to say like yeah I should do my intuition is that I should do that you know yeah and it's funny it's you like brought that. that up because that just changed like doctors before like even Tim because I know my cousin her child she didn't allow her to have peanut butter till after three because that's what the doctors were saying. Like, don't give your child, don't give your child peanut butter till after they're three, because um, the peanut allergy is so strong. Like, blah 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 blah. And I remember, like, I made cupcakes for some holiday, and this is before Tim, so um, I, you know, didn't have to worry about that because it was an adult party minus the two kids that were there, and her daughter was one of them. And I think her daughter was like two and a half, almost three. And she was like, oh, well, she can't have these. And I'm like, why? She was like, oh, because there's peanut butter in them. And I'm like, I still don't understand. Is she allergic? And she was like, no, it's just that, like, the doctor suggests. So I never asked Tim's doctor. I just assumed it was still a thing. And then, like, someone else brought it up to me. And, like, Drew and I, we don't have a peanut allergy. And I know it's not hereditary or anything like that, but it was still, like, I was scared that if Tim had peanuts or anything like that, that he would have a reaction. And I don't know what I would do. Like, you know what I mean? Like I had a friend in elementary school that was like severely allergic, like couldn't even been in the same room with just the smell of it kind of thing. So like, I was so nervous that he was going to have it. And then (laughs) I went to, um, I was a nanny back then, so I was um, at my job, and um, the little girl I was babysitting was eating Honey Nut Cheerios, and um, Tim went over and just grabbed a handful out of the bowl and was eating them, and, like, the mom looked at me and was like, is he allowed to have those? And I was like, Cheerios? Yeah, he eats them all the time, and she was like, but they're Honey Nut, and I was like, oh, my God, he's been eating nuts for longer than I thought because I always got him the honey nut. I didn't even think anything of it. <laughs> I was like, oh, bad mom. But, hey, he has no reaction. <laughs> so I did it by accident. But, but yeah, they uh, recently changed it to one, like, after they turned one, to help them build an immune to it kind of thing. Yeah, even earlier. Um, yeah doctors they're always changing yeah and that's the thing too is like so you can't expect to know everything obviously yeah but what 
what I feel is appropriate is um, once someone points something out to you or once you, even if it's not to you, but like if you see something on the internet or if you hear people talking about something, like that's when you go and just do the research. You don't have to necessarily even talk to that person unless you just want to, but like, you know, you just do the research on your own and then let your intuition. But, you know, I think that sometimes, and especially when parents have one kid and then have another kid many years later, Mm -hmm. they feel like they can just continue to go off of the intuition. And it's like, well, your your intuition is valuable, but you have it, like it, it considers everything that you know already. So it's important to like keep learning, you know, I mean, because things really do always change, you know, and I think that there's a balance. I'm definitely not like that paranoid mom at all. Like, I am not the mom that has any problem, like, you know, leaving Oliver with a babysitter, as long as it's someone I trust, of course, but like, you know, one of my, one of my friends or like family member or something, like, I don't have problems with that you know I don't have he doesn't have to be on a strict schedule yeah you know like we're go with the flow mm-hmm. but at the same time like I'm also always gonna do my best for him too um I just think people are too afraid of too many things these days yeah definitely um like well, it's if, also like they're scared to be mom shamed because that's such a big thing nowadays yeah it really and is. It's, it's <sighs> terrible. I'm shaming. It is. At the end of the day, if you have educated yourself and you're trusting your intuition, make the decisions. There's nothing to work. You know, there's no reason to be afraid of every single thing. There's no, you know, I mean, I get it. Like, even still, sometimes I'll go in the middle of the night and make sure Oliver's still breathing in his crib. But, you know, I, I'm just not going to let that dictate our lives. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. What about, what about you? What else, what other things do you have that I didn't say? So I'm also in the middle. Um, I'm not super either way. Um, where I differ, I guess, um, from you is that, um, I don't even know if I differ. It's just... I'm more relaxed in the sense, but I'm also, I don't know, like, I don't know how to consider this. Um, I don't really give Tim medicine or natural things. I was lucky enough to have a child that doesn't, didn't have the teething issue. Like he never had a teething issue. Um, He had a fever, I think twice. And I did give him Tylenol for that um, while he was teething just to get the fever down. Um, but he never like cried or was upset or anything like that. And then it's like, when it comes to parenting him now, like, I think I, even though I said I wasn't going to, I'm a lot like my mom in the sense that I'm, um, I guess, I mean, I was raised in the nineties, like, you know what I mean? So like the way my mom parented me is the way I'm parenting my child. So like, I am... I guess more strict, but more relaxed in the sense that I'm relaxed that I let him watch TV because you know what? That's what I did and I'm fine. You know what I mean? Agree. Agree. Um, but I also, we go outside. He, when he's old enough to go outside and have friends, I'm going to kick him out of the house and be like, no, you're going. Like, <laughs> yeah. I was a tomboy growing up. I played, I climbed trees. I 
built a fort with my friend in her backyard. Um, like I in- will encourage him to go out even more than he does now, but now he's three and I have to go out with him and it's cold and I'm always cold and I don't want to be outside. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, but also like, I am kind of strict in the sense that when he does something wrong, I'm not afraid to spank him or put him in timeout. Like, again, I was in the nineties. I can't tell you how many times I was spanked. <laughs> like, and again, I'm fine. So if he does something wrong, I will reprimand him to stop him from doing it again because sometimes telling him no isn't going to change his mind. He's three. He's going to do it again and again. So it's like you need to set boundaries and do timeouts and sometimes spankings um, to get him to understand that, that you don't do that. Um, so again, that's – I guess I'm a little more on the – other side on that one because I know some people think spanking is like the worst thing you can do to a child and I'm like "Eh." yeah well we have a spanking episode to come too okay (laughs) it's on our list I just actually saw that and was like oh yeah I forgot about spanking so it's funny you said that so yeah I mean again like you said you're the parent you know what's best for your child and follow your intuition if you tell your child no 700 times and it's still not working, you need to try something else because clearly it's not working. Um, But don't give up. You know what I mean? Like it's going to be okay and just do your best judgment. Like, I mean, I'm not saying punch your child. Like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like don't leave a mark. Don't hit him to leave a mark. But he needs to know. What was that baby punching? Oh, a baby punching tangent? <laughs> Going on a baby punching spree. <laughs> um, Sorry, guys. Yeah, a little off topic. But, I mean, I'm not saying, like, <laughs> like do that. But I think a spanking is okay. Or, like, my child with timeout, he doesn't sit in timeout. He thinks it's hilarious once I sit him down to then stand up and walk away. So what do I do for timeouts now? He sits on the counter. And I walk away. He's not going to jump down because the counter is high. So he's not going to move and he's going to sit there. It's okay. We'll wash it later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. it's Use your best judgment. You're the mom or dad. I don't know if we got dad listeners, but hey. I hope um, so. One day. One day. And with the dads, it's the same thing. Like, you might not have as a strong intuition as mothers. Um, but then again, you do, and you're there and you're present and you know, what's right. Like you're the father. So yes, the end of the day, it's your child. You got this. Yeah. See, I think you and I are like, if there was like a visual scale of like, extremely like conservative and I don't mean politically but like you know what I mean by conservative (laughs) you you, you didn't no I I don't I don't ever want to talk about politics on this podcast (laughs) but but cash me outside the pack no um so like super like conservative uh also guys um, if you cash us outside on the podcast on that we are complete opposites (laughs) and it's so funny (laughs) But we respect each other. We and we listen and we give our opinions and then we walk away and we're done. 
Well, because I think that's the thing about you and me, which is what I'm trying. I'm. I don't know. I'm like having a hard time with words. Words are hard. What are word? <laughs> um. Why use lot word when you word do the same trick? <laughs> um. Okay. So like on the left side, you've got the moms who are like you know terrified, and on the right side, you've got moms who like don't give a fuck and then in the middle you have us we're both in the same spot like if it was a sliding scale I feel like you and I are both in the same place and it's just like the specific choices are what differ and I think it's the same thing about like the other things about us that are different I think that's why we get along you know yeah I agree neither of us is like crazy or neither of us are mom shamers you know, et cetera. I mean, I will, I think it sometimes. <laughs> I never you think say it what? About mom shaming? Yeah, I see some things and I'm just like, oh God, I need to say something. But I don't, I don't because it's none of my business. So actually, um, this is something I've been thinking about a lot lately and will go on my other little project I'm doing. But like everybody judges other people it's okay and it's good it's healthy like you're supposed to judge other people that's how you like I think like when you judge someone else's decisions that's uh your brain actually like learning about how you are going to handle the world on your on your side you know so like when you see a mom do something and you're like no I do not agree with that that's actually like less about her and more about you in my opinion and so there's nothing wrong with that as long as you're not making someone feel bad. But if it's an internal thing, I mean, I think it's healthy. Yeah, I think everyone does it. Yeah, it's a good. Yeah. It's a good thing. But, but yeah, mom shaming. Well, we, we, might, we kind of mom shamed the anti-vaxxers, didn't we? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I but guess it's so. different. It's, it's it is different. totally different because that affects, it affects our children. Exactly. Us. Yes. So if it were, if it didn't, then I wouldn't. I'd be like, whatever. But yeah. Yeah. No. When it comes to like a child's actually like health and safety, like if you're putting your kid at risk, like um, okay. Earlier today, I saw someone say that they wanted to go their entire pregnancy without seeing, without any prenatal care at all, not even from a midwife. Judging because your baby could literally die because. You, you literally have care. no idea, like yeah, what is going so on. Yeah, there's so many things. There's so many things that could be wrong with you, could be wrong with a baby, or things that you know, like groupie strep, that aren't necessarily like wrong. Like you're not sick, so of course yeah. you're not gonna know. You or, know, um, the I can't pronounce that G word, but the diabetes. Like you'll Just never know. Too. Yes, you'd never know if you had that. Exactly. And it's like, dude, that's crazy to me. I'm sorry. Like, I'm sorry. But yeah, that's that if it's putting your baby's health and safety at risk, then judging something and saying so I don't think that's mom shaming. Yeah. But then sometimes like it is because like I saw something on Facebook the other day. um, Their child just turned one and they already have their child forward facing in the car seat. And I'm like, I really want to comment and be like, look, my child's three and a half <laughs> and still rear facing. Like, wait, why? It was someone you know? Yeah. 
See, yeah, okay, like, in those situations, like, saying something about it is not mom shaming. Like, you should say something about it, you know? you Wouldn't you rather be embarrassed or have your feelings hurt than to, like, lose your kid? No more. Yeah. Your kid dies, and you could have had it prevented if you weren't bent out of shape about a Facebook comment. Yeah. And so, the, same, the same mom already has their child in a toddler bed. And it is like searching for advice on how to keep their one and a, like one just turned one like the week before New Year's Eve in a toddler bed, and I'm like, that's the whole point of a crib. You keep them in there until they climb out, and it becomes dangerous. Right, right. I'm like, your child <sighs> is going to get out of bed because he can and he wants you. Like he's one. He's not even really like he just learned to walk. Yeah. See, I feel like that's an instance of like they're asking all these questions and making these strange choices. And I feel like when people do stuff like that, it's like too much of the world has gotten involved. And so, like, when I see moms asking these crazy questions on Facebook and different places in apps and stuff, I just think to myself, like, you need to educate yourself, but this this isn't educating yourself. Like this is just asking for everybody's stupid opinions and like educating yourself is like, I'll do a Google search and read like a a real article or like something written by a doctor or ask your doctor or read a book, but like a Facebook post, a post on the what to expect app is not the place for you to decide how you're going to handle health and safety for your baby. No, I agree. Like I said, I mean, I want to say something, but this is the type of person who will go buck wild. So I'm like, I don't want to step on toes. Oh, yeah. I don't blame you. Because I know how she is. So, I mean, I gave her advice on how to keep her toddler in bed or her one-year-old in bed. Not even toddler. Her one-year-old in bed. But... I just, I don't want to say anything about the other, even though I, like, I know I should, but I just know how she is. So I'm just like, oh, yeah. it's a catch with the two for sure. Yeah, I don't blame you. Well, were there any other things that parenting philosophies are like anything that you, or big important things that you have? Um, no, I think that's it. Okay. So that is that. Now we'll move to the next section of our episode. (laughs) Um, So we have our new, our little new segment called Mom Tip of the Week. Oh, God. And this week it's me. Do you have one? I don't because I wasn't present for the last one, so I don't even know what to do. It's okay. I will go because I actually just remembered one when you were talking about keeping the kid in the bed. Okay, perfect. So you can go now and then I will do the next two. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So this is kind of like a weird random thing, but um, put a book in the crib with your baby. Um, So Oliver does not take pacifiers, never really has. He did for like two weeks when he was young, like real, real young. And that was it. He does not like pacifiers. Um, and then I I have a lovey that I put in there, which he likes, but um, 
I don't know, just, it just was like nothing was doing the trick, and he was fighting naps, and he was waking up once every single night. He's waking up once and needing to nurse, was not happy unless he nursed. So I read somewhere on like a, it was a medical group, their website, and they were talking about loveys, because I was reading up on loveys um, before I put it in his crib, like what age they usually do it and everything. I know he's a year now, but that's one thing. I just still wanted to be smart about it. So anyway, um, I read them say uh, that some people will use a board book. And I was like, what? Why would you put a book in your kid's crib? But then I thought about it more and more. And I was like, that's actually a really good, safe thing to put in the crib. And Oliver loves books. And I shit you not, he doesn't almost ever wake up at night anymore. And he takes both of his naps in the daytime. Awesome. So does he, like, read or play with them until he (laughs) goes to sleep? Well, yes. I'm like, when he first wakes up a lot of the time, he will too. I've walked in there to find him like just flipping the pages. It's very funny. Oh, that's adorable. Yeah. You just have to make sure what book you choose because one of the books that I put in there, uh, I walked in and he had peeled some of the paper off. It, and I was then... say, the board books, my son used to eat them. <laughs> I yeah, literally he... could not give him board books because he would gnaw on them. They are delicious. They are, but I, I, I maybe <laughs> we have a we have a lot of books. So I just found one that he couldn't peel. But yeah, that's mom tip of the week. Um, if your All kid right, is so like mine, try a love it. I mean, a board book. I love that. Um, do you have tweets? No. Um, sorry, that was to Tim. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're like no tweets. No, no tweets. Uh, let me log in. So I have recently turned my Twitter into, you know, my Twitter (laughs) and not just mom tweets. So um, a lot of mine are like, (laughs) uh, well, I always wonder if you tweet because I never see them when I log on, but I forget to go to your page. So I'll do one of my tweets (laughs) from (laughs) mid-December. I said, kids have the life. Poop while eating. (laughs) Is that what you want? (laughs) It's funny because, uh, I'm not even going to, never mind. (laughs) Not even going to go there. (laughs) We'll just think you should. (laughs) Nope. We'll just keep going. Okay. So. Oh, I also have another one, and it's not okay. mom-related. <laughs> okay. I tweeted a couple weeks ago while I was eating Reese's peanut butter cups because I love Reese's peanut butter cups. My son knows them as mommy's candy because he's never had them <laughs> because they're mommy's candy. <laughs> um, so I went to the store on my lunch break and got Reese's peanut butter cups, and I realized how much I don't like the cup form of it I only like the shapes so like your trees your pumpkins your eggs your hearts they taste nothing alike nothing yeah they are different but I like the cups better oh so my mm. tweet was why do Reese's cups and Reese's shapes taste nothing alike how many days till I can have Reese's hearts <laughs> <laughs> they're probably out now they are I need to It'll stock up some. before because I think Easter is the last time until Halloween. So I guess I'll stock up on the eggs. Okay. 
It's the chocolate to peanut butter ratio. I can't do it. It throws me off. I need more peanut butter to my chocolate. Okay. 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 <laughs> I okay. have a, um, <laughs> I have memes this week. <laughs> they're not tweets. I'm okay with that. Memes. I okay. love memes. This one was made by Hot Moms Club. And it says, the two things I love more than anything in the world. One, being with my kids. Two, not being with my kids. Yes. <laughs> yes. So I actually saw, and I don't have it now, so I'm going to just kind of ramble on to what it was. Um, you know how that 10-year challenge thing is going around? Or like yes. the post your first picture in your last one? Yeah. Um, the one where I aged five minutes. Um, yes. <laughs> Unlike me. Uh, girl, stop. <laughs> Anyways, so this one was, it was like 2009, a mom, or me in 2009. And it was like, my child's never going to um, use an iPad and watch movies while eating like junk food. And then it's like 2019. Here, Timmy, take your iPad, go sit on the couch and eat your fruit snacks. Leave me alone. <laughs> And then, like, oh my god, I've so never true. related to something more in my life. Yep, because that's me. <laughs> well, I don't think I ever said I wasn't going to give my child. Because let's be real, I am the worst eater in the world. So ninety-five percent of my food is junk food. And hmm. Tim's is too. Tim eats literally macaroni and cheese and chicken nuggets every single day. So every time I see that one post go around that says like the worst foods for your kids, it's literally macaroni and cheese, hot dogs, uh, chicken nuggets, French fries. And like food in packages. So, like, you're like cookies and things of that nature. And I'm like, yep, my son literally eats that. <laughs> well, but also eats bowls full of blueberries 24 yeah. 7. Balance. There's got to be balance. Guys, I'll let you know yeah. that if you give your kids blueberries, their, their poop turns like black. Ew. Yeah, it's fun. I ate blueberries this morning. Is my poop going to be black? I don't know what it is with kids' poops and, like, what kids eat, but it really changes their poops. Mine, I've never noticed anything like that. And I can tell you that when Tim eats a whole bunch of blueberries, it's the grossest poop ever. Hmm. It's literally, like, dark blue, almost black. And I'm like, yeah, I don't know. And then sometimes he'll eat it like at daycare, like blueberries at daycare or his, um, my in-law's house and they won't tell me. And I'm like, I go to change and I'm like, oh my God, what did you eat? <laughs> yeah. So that's fun. You get to look forward to that. Blueberry poops. They're fun. Anyway, um, we have a <laughs> We have a tweet um, from our friend at Here in Mamahood sent us some really nice words about wanting to be featured. So, wish granted, I'm like the fairy godmother right now. You're Oprah. I am Oprah of tweets. That's bad. Um. Anyway, she <laughs> she had a tweet the other day that said, uh, sometimes I feel like a terrible, horrible, no good, very bad parent. And then I remember that my daughter is healthy, happy, fed, and bathed, so I could be worse. Accurate. 
So that's nice. And that kind of was like a good one for this episode because that's pretty much like what you and I were saying, you know, don't yeah. stress. All. We're just, we're not the type of parents to stress every little thing. And like, if that's nope. you, you know, live your life. Like if that's what the way that you want to be, but like, just, that's just not really how you and I are. Like, no, we do do what we can when we can. And then that's it. Yep. Um, with that being said, I had something to say, but I just lost it. Well, shit. Yep, it's gone. Maybe another episode. <laughs> Was it about poop? <laughs> no, I think we've talked about poop enough. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, and with that, I guess that wraps this episode. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't even begin to think of the sound clips you're going to use for this episode. Poop, poop, blueberry poop. <laughs> oh, God. I'll just use that I'm one. cringing already. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Oh, my God. I can't even begin to think of the sound clips you're going to use for this episode. Poop, poop, blueberry poop. <laughs> Swear to shake it up. What a word.